You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Today's episode, we're going to do some buy low, sell high uh, Thursdays, uh, but we're also going to uh, dig deep on the waiver wire, uh, get some injury updates. Uh, but first... Uh, I guess maybe pour one out uh, for first baseman Albert Pujols, who was designated for assignment by the Los Angeles Angels. Pujols is 41 years old now, but he was a 13th round pick who was a star the moment he arrived in the major leagues. He was National League Rookie of the Year in 2001, fourth in National League MVP voting that rookie season. Uh, in 11 seasons with the St. Louis Cardinals, Pujols hit 328, had a 1037 OPS. His average season with the Cardinals, average was 40 home runs, 121 RBIs, and 117 runs scored. Then, in 2012, he signed a massive 10-year contract with the Los Angeles Angels, and it was a bad contract before the ink was dry. Pujols' first year of that deal, he was 32 years old. How did you think it was going to age? You knew uh, the, the end years of this deal were going to be a problem, and they have been. In his first five seasons with the Angels, Pujols hit 266 with a 799 OPS. It's nowhere near what he was, uh, when he was in St. Louis, but respectable enough. He averaged 29 home runs, 98 RBIs, 76 runs scored. It was fine, and he was still fantasy relevant uh, through that time. But since then, it's been pretty rough. Pujols is hitting 240 with a 694 OPS, minus 3.3 Fangraphs war. And this isn't a down season. We're on a moving five-year decline here. Uh, well, the decline started earlier, but it's reached the point of being really obvious. Uh, and this, you know, Probably is the end of the road, but it also might be the opening for a team that's interested in a future first ballot Hall of Famer because Pujols doesn't seem like he's ready to pack it in. I mean, if he was, he'd be able to have the announcement in the press conference and uh, and say so, right? And you would think the Angels would have given him that option. I, I don't know for sure, but uh, I, I would I would expect the Angels wouldn't just come and blindside him uh, with this uh, news. So. In any case, Pujols is hitting 198, has a 622 OPS this season. And look, I'm I'm never one to suggest uh, a player should retire from any sport. If if they still love the game and they want to play, they should. Um, but if Pujols decides to hang it up right now, it's probably not a bad idea. You know, bouncing back at 41 years old is not really a reasonable expectation. Now, part of the reason this is tough on on players as great as Albert Pujols is is. He's defied odds his entire life. The odds of making the major leagues are incredibly small. The odds of having a career, even smaller. The odds of being a three-time MVP who finished as a runner-up four more times is virtually impossible. So I understand if Albert Pujols doesn't say, well, it's not, not a reasonable expectation to bounce back. It wasn't a reasonable expectation to have this career either. But he did. So anyway, for fantasy managers, we've probably been off Albert Pujols for a while now. Uh, as for the Angels... It was getting difficult for them to find a spot for Pujols. He doesn't move well enough to to handle first base, uh, and and they need the DH spot for Shohei Otani. Ideally, they would like Jared Walsh at first base. 
That right now it leaves them with Taylor Ward and Juan Lagares uh, to fill their corner outfield spots as Justin Upton's uh, injured. Uh, but you know, there, maybe there's not a ton of value in those guys. Uh, at the same time, it does give you a a better defensive lineup uh, to to not have Pujol there. And so I think yes, the Angels are going to be better uh, after making this move. And, and yes, there's lots of shock that comes when you when you see you know one of one of the absolute greats of this era. Uh, getting designated for assignment. That's not how you would like uh, that stint uh, with that that 10-year stretch with the team to end. But that's kind of where we are here with Albert Pujols. I think the Angels are probably better off without him. Uh, And that's kind of hard to hear, uh, given how great he's been over the past 20 years. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news like Albert Pujols getting designated for assignment or rumors. Uh, You can find Locked On hosts across the NBA, Major League Baseball, and National Hockey League. Go download the free Locker Room app now. It's currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms in your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. And rockauto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So it's Thursday. Let's take some uh, looks at buy low and sell high candidates uh, for fantasy baseball. And we'll start with Chicago White Sox catcher Yasmani Grandal. Uh, has two home runs, nine RBIs. He's hitting 121. Uh, you can start buying low right there because he's not going to hit 121 all season. Uh, he scored 11 runs. One of the reasons to be hopeful about Grandal, I guess, is he has a 125 batting average on balls in play. And even for a catcher... Uh, He's going to have a better batting average on balls in play than that over the long haul. Uh, the other reason uh, to be optimistic, I suppose, is that Grandal still gets on base. He, he has a 121 batting average. His on base percentage right now is 363. Uh, and so, given that approach, uh, you have to expect that uh, the numbers are going to get better uh, for the White Sox catcher. And now, if you're going to uh, go get him in, in trade, you're probably getting him from somebody who, who might have invested in. Uh, relatively early pick uh, in him. I mean, not not early overall, but early in terms of catchers. Uh, you know, Grandal would have been uh, a kind of mid middle of the pack starting catcher uh, coming into the season. And, you know, maybe <laughs> you, you can get him at a bit of a discount now with, with a 121 batting average. That's uh, basically you, you can target that uh, and expect for some regression on batting average on balls in play and just, you know, the nature of the beast that he's not going to hit 121 over the long haul. Uh also consider Kansas City third baseman Hunter Dozier, uh, who got off to a terrible start this season. Right now he has five home runs, 14 RBI. He's hitting 184. 
He scored 14 runs uh, and has a 200 batting average on balls in play. Now, uh, Dozier really struggled last season, but uh, it was kind of being written off uh, as a result of COVID that he had tested positive and, and it really, you know, knocked him on his butt and, and he struggled to get back after that. And that's fair. You know, the, it's hit, uh, people in different ways. You, you can kind of go across the sports world and find some players that it didn't matter to them at all. And others who had completely wiped out. Uh, so in the case of Dozier, since that happened last year, there was some expectation that he'd be able to come into 2021 and be ready to, uh, ready to rock again, uh, because he was, he was really productive in 2019. Well, he wasn't, uh, off the start of this season, uh, as I said, but he's starting to come around past four games. Uh, he's seven for 16 with three home runs. Uh, and you know, that average is starting to creep up. I mean, we're still sitting at 184. That's why it's still a buy low, uh, opportunity. Uh, but, uh, it's starting to move in the right direction. So if you, if you move now, uh, you, you might catch uh, some value on Hunter Dozier. Uh, Chicago White Sox starting pitcher, Lucas Giolito, uh, who's 1-3, has a 4.99 ERA. And that, that's uh, kind of the core of your, your buying low, uh, the, the one win and 4.99 ERA. Uh, but his whip is 1.30, which isn't terrible. Uh, he is still striking out more than 12 batters per nine innings, which is st- solid. Uh, he has the, the reasons that you might... Uh, be inclined to, to grab Giolito in addition to the fact that he's just been, he's been a really good pitcher over the past couple of seasons prior to this. Uh, his strand rate is low, 66.5%. His home run fly ball rate is high, 21.4%. Uh, and his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.33. So that 4.99 ERA is, you know, probably a, a tad inflated, maybe even a lot inflated. Uh, and, you know, I think we can throw a lot of the blame to uh, giving up seven earned runs in one inning uh, at Boston uh, on April 19th. Uh, and if you catch somebody who's uh, looking at those overall numbers and not terribly impressed with Lucas Giolito, uh, maybe you can uh, grab some value there. Uh, you know, you don't pay full Lucas Giolito prices to get him, but if you can come in with a bit of a discount, uh, you could get some good value. Uh, also, it's starting pitcher Atlanta's Charlie Morton. I'm going for the, the veteran here, uh, who's Two and one has a 5.08 ERA, but a 1.22 WHIP, which is pretty respectable. He's striking out 10.4 uh, batters per nine innings, also strong. Uh, and his strand rate's kind of low, 65.1 percent. And so, uh, not that Morton, uh, you know, last year his ERA was 4.4, and so it's not as though you can expect uh, that he has to have an ERA in the threes. Um, and now he has been there. Uh, most of the uh, seasons leading up to to the shortened season last year. So uh, there, there is a path there for Charlie Morton to, if he continues pitching this way, maybe strands a few more runners uh, that the ERA gets, uh, you know, down into the threes. Uh, and uh, I think if you uh, take a shot at him now, uh, the odds on him, you know, being worse than he's been so far uh, are pretty low. So I, I think you can grab Morton, pr- uh, pray for some upside there. Uh, and hope that that ERA starts coming down. But I, I think there are enough statistical indicators that uh, that probably should happen. Uh, while we're while we're dealing in old starting pitchers, uh, Cardinals uh, former ace Adam Wainwright, uh, who had a great season last year, uh, incidentally. Uh, but this year he's one and three, has a 4.72 ERA, 1.34 WHIP, uh, and none of those numbers are great. And it's probably why you might be able to get Wainwright on the waiver wire. Um, but has 9.7 strikeouts per nine. That's career high. 
and his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.66. So that's a whole lot better than a 4.72 ERA. His home run fly ball rate of 18.8% is like double his career uh, average. And so, yes, I don't necessarily expect Adam Wainwright to uh, pitch as well as he did when he was uh, a Cy Young winner. Uh, but I think you can expect better uh, than what he's done so far. Uh, and if that just means, well, you can stream him uh, with certain matchups, then then so be it. Uh, but I think Wainwright's underlying numbers are a little bit better than uh, the surface numbers right now. So on the other hand, let's take a look at some guys we might want to sell high. Uh, and first up, this player is off to an incredible start, and that's Minnesota center fielder Byron Buxton. Uh, Buxton has nine home runs, four stolen base, hitting 379 right now. And, and in some respects, this is what we've been waiting for with Byron Buxton. Uh, he's, there's been a lot of hype uh, for a lot of years, and he's uh, you know teased with it. There, there have been signs that uh, Byron Buxton could get you uh, a 2020 season, maybe even a 30-30 season if, if everything broke right. Uh, but one of the issues is that Byron Buxton hasn't been able to stay healthy. And if Byron Buxton is, is a health risk, Selling high is, you know, not a bad way to to mitigate that risk. Uh, also, his home run fly ball rate is forty point nine percent, which is outrageous. You know, great for him, but that's not going to last. He has a batting average on balls in play of four twenty nine. That's also not going to last. Uh, and his his walk rate of four point three percent. That's uh, it's a little aggressive uh, swing at the plate. So uh, I, I would expect Buxton's well, not even expect. This, statistically, Buxton's numbers are are destined to go down. Uh, but also, I would consider selling him just on the, the basis of injury risk alone. Uh, that, you know, given this great start, you might find somebody who uh, is enamored with uh, the value of Byron Buxton uh, and, and is willing to take on that injury risk. And I'd be happy to, uh, to reap some value uh, and maybe offset some of that injury risk. Uh, Cincinnati catcher Tucker Barnhart. Now, maybe there's not a ton of uh, value in Tucker Barnhart, but... He's hitting 313 as a catcher, and, and that should uh, have some appeal. He scored uh, 14 runs, has 11 RBIs, three home runs, but he also has a 486 batting average on balls in play. Uh, when, when you go through the list of uh, batting average on balls in play, the, the guys at the bottom quite often are catchers because they don't run particularly well, so they, they don't get any advantage of infield hits. Uh, but and So you have guys who have a batting average on balls in play of 200 and 220, and now it's early. Uh, you know it'll, it'll rise for those guys, but the guy who's sitting here at 486 batting average on balls in play, that's not going to hang around. And, and so Barnhart's 313 batting average is uh, pretty much destined to uh, start crashing. And uh, if you can get something for him now, uh, you, you'd be ahead of the curve. Uh, now a few pitchers. Uh, start with Kansas City's Brady Singer, uh, who's one and three, has a 3.41 ERA, 1.17 WHIP, nine strikeouts per nine. All that sounds pretty good. I mean, the, he only has one win, uh, but all the other numbers are entirely fine for uh, a starting pitcher on your fantasy staff. Uh, what he does have uh, going is, is he has a low home, home run fly ball rate, around eight percent. Uh, and expected fielding independent pitching is 4.09. And so none of this is to suggest, oh, you must get rid of Brady Singer, just drop him for nothing. This is see if you can get catch some value uh, on Brady Singer because it's still unlikely that he's going to maintain those numbers uh, through the entire season. Uh, same goes for Texas veteran uh, Kyle Gibson, uh, who 
had a rough first start of the year, but has been incredible since. Uh, and overall has a 3-0 record, a 2.40 ERA, a 1.04 whip. Now he only has 7.6 strikeouts per nine. That's already sort of uh, a known issue, I guess, with Gibson is that he doesn't put up huge strikeout numbers. Now he's been, as, as you can see by those numbers, he's been incredibly effective uh, early on. But some of that is his a home run fly ball rate of 5.9%, which is extremely low. Uh, and overall, his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.89, which means it's not terrible. It's not as though Kyle Gibson is is doing this entirely with smoke and mirrors, but it also means that that 2.40 ERA is awfully fortunate. Uh, and so, if you can if you can find somebody who who would like to uh, pay you for the this great start for Kyle Gibson, uh, don't be afraid to uh, to see what kind of value is out there. Uh, we'll stick with uh, one more uh, Texas Ranger is second baseman Nick Solak. Uh, Solak has seven home runs, hitting 286, has an 853 OPS right now. Uh, and you know the interesting part here is that last year Solak had an incredibly low home, home run fly ball rate, 3.4%, uh, and that that seemed inconsistent with what, what we'd seen from him in the minors in his first year uh, with the Rangers. Uh, and then you know it gives you a 3.4 home run fly ball rate. Well, it made him a bit of a sleeper uh, coming into this season. Uh, and right now he has a 29.2% uh, home run fly ball rate, which is outrageously high. Uh, so, you know, if the real Nick Solak is probably somewhere in between there, uh, you can expect that the, this home run power that he has shown so far is going to slow down. Uh, he also has a 355 batting average on balls in play, another thing that is likely to, uh, to come down. Uh, and so if you can get value uh, on the early numbers here from Nick Solak, uh, it, it might be worth your while. Have you guys heard about sports trade? where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally! A fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added the baseball to the platform, so check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. Two, supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, you can pick that penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab that blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then, watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. And that includes Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now every episode I offer up one player that is rostered in 
or less of uh, Yahoo leagues. Maybe it's a player you need to race out to grab off the waiver wire to beat the competition, or maybe it's just somebody to keep an eye on uh, and be ready to pounce uh, when you need them. Uh, so today, we're going to go with Cleveland outfielder Josh Naylor. He's a 23-year-old who can hit, uh, but is just starting to show some power. Through his first 23 games this season, that was 90 plate appearances, Naylor was hitting 262, which is okay. He also had zero home runs and two RBIs. I know RBIs aren't a good judge of a player, but they're a category in fantasy baseball, and two in 23 games is it's incredible. Anyway, Naylor does seem to be finding a stroke now. He had two home runs and six RBIs in the past three games heading into Thursday's action, and he's rostered in just 3% of Yahoo leagues. So before we go, uh, let's grab a few injury updates, uh, and we'll start with Toronto. Uh, I would say center fielder, but he hasn't played center field yet. George Springer uh, has a quad injury that has put him back on, on the injured list. Could keep him out until late May. Now, as I said, he hasn't played in the field yet, so there are not a lot changes here uh, for Toronto, except that uh, they're going to have an outfield of Randall Grichuk, Teoscar Hernandez, and Lourdes Goriel Jr. for the most part. Those guys will likely cover the three outfield spots. One of them can DH when Jonathan Davis slides into center field. San Francisco catcher Buster Posey has a hamstring injury, and now we don't know the severity of it. Uh, and Kurt Casale can fill in. He's an entirely capable uh, backup catcher. But this is a pretty significant loss uh, for San Francisco. P- Posey's hitting as well as he ever has uh, at the early uh, stages of this season. Uh, so hopefully, for the Giants' sake, uh, he's not gone uh, for a long time. Uh, Boston uh, lost super utility man Kike Hernandez, uh, who I would like to say is second base, but he's been playing center field uh, for them more recently. Suffered a hamstring injury Thursday afternoon. Uh, and infielder Christian Arroyo is day-to-day with a hand injury. Uh, This requires a little bit of uh, juggling here uh, for Boston if these guys are going to miss any time. You know, Marwin Gonzalez, another super utility, he can handle uh, an infield spot, uh, but if uh, Kike Hernandez is going to be out, they might have to shift Alex Verdugo back to center field uh, so that they can run Hunter Renfro and Franchi Cordero on the corners, Uh, but that's basically just a a situation to keep an eye on, Uh, and Hernandez, you know, had, had been a a popular pick uh, for me in, in daily fantasy over the past uh, couple of days going against the Tigers at a pretty uh, decent price. Uh, but uh, for the moment, uh, there, there may be some shuffling in that Boston lineup. So send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. You want to fire off an email sent to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. That will do it for today. Enjoy the games. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, maybe, I think it's time for a little update on uh, closer charts and see uh, who's getting save opportunities around uh, the major leagues. So stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.